0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all, in- for all NBA warriors,
1: you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin.
2: What up? What up? We are here. It is Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. And we are here after another win. The Warriors are now on a three game winning streak, two blowouts in a row on a back to back. They beat the Indiana Pacers pretty handily, just completely shut them down defensively, and Steph went bananas. Um, How are we feeling right now?
3: You know, considering, yes, I'm a little under the weather, but this game really fed me because. We came out with the required energy that was needed, and we won wire to wire. We, we just kept it going, kept mm-hmm. it going, and Stefan, like you said, came out in a blaze of glory, uh, hit six threes <laughs> in a row, basically. Well, he was six for six, not in a row, but still. When he put it up, it was going in. Mm-hmm. So it was it was fantastic. It was really good to see just everybody with the same amount of energy getting out there, working hard on the defensive end because that was going to be key. Because we know how Indiana can just light up the scoreboard, but mm-hmm. our defense was locked in. Tons of energy. We were not letting up, and our offense just just came alive. Just kept it moving. Of course, courtesy to Stephen Curry. So. I'm yeah. excited
2: about it. Yeah. Um, the, the biggest thing to me, obviously, was the defense, 109 to Indiana. That's just, you know, amazing. They got to start putting those type of performances together. And, the, I mean, the Draymond Wiggins-Kaminga front line has been really good defensively. Um, so they got to maintain that. They got to keep doing it. Now, granted, Indiana is a team where, like, Miles Turner is their five, right? He's not, like, a bruiser big. He's a stretch big. They don't have, like, a ton of size that can punish you in size. So we got to wait to see how they look against some bigger front lines. But they they use their length. They use their athleticism, IQ, togetherness, effort on defense. And it sustained them throughout this whole game, right? Like, first quarter, Steph was, like you said, on fire. Six for six from three, hitting shots from 40 feet o- over double teams and hitting contested yeah. threes and stuff like that. That's just like Steph being brilliant, right? But after that first quarter, the offense was pretty pedestrian, right? It was struggling to score for stretches. Um, Steph is amazing. amazing. So when he was on the court, they were scoring. But like when he wasn't on the court, they were struggling. So they really had to hang their hat on defense. I think they held the, the Pacers to like 16 in one corner of the quarters, 18. Like yeah. legitimately just completely shut them down getting stops, getting out in transition and scoring. And that's what they got to continue to do. Even when they have all of their offensive firepower on 10, they still have to be able to lock teams down because there's going to be moments where Steph isn't hitting 11 threes in the game. There's going to be moments where, you know, we, as we've seen so far this season, Clay doesn't have it shooting. Um, You know, Wiggins won't have it shooting one night, whatever. They need their defense to be what gives them a chance to win every game. And, you know, stringing together, a week, two, three weeks of just legitimate great defense is going to be a good sign that they can do that in high leverage situations.
3: Yeah, and we've already shot up in the rankings on defense, aren't we? Like seventh now? In just defense? with that. And I think, listen, don't give me the line. Listen, I know that's your area. Um, I just know just since since Draymond's been back, we've really we've climbed up the ladder. We're not the bottom feeders at this point. I would say just in the span that he's been back, our defense has ticked up.
2: So okay, you know. I mean it. It definitely looks like it. I'll like fact check that right now, but I mean his his presence on the defensive end is second to none. I think he's the greatest defender of this generation quite easily, even with Kawhi involved, even with Gobert involved, and all these other guys. I think what Draymond brings from a versatility standpoint is completely unique and this like no other player in NBA history who can do what he does defensively, um, especially in a, in an era where pace and space is the name of the game. Like he's so versatile. You need someone who can guard bigs, guard wings, guard guards, communicate, move fast, do all of those things. And he does that better than, like I said, than, than anybody. So from, he's been back since January 15th and over that span the warriors have the fifth best defense in the league. Um, well,
3: color me not surprised.
2: Right? They also have <laughs> the fourth best offense in the league. Somehow they are 6 and 4 in that span because they have two <laughs> one-point losses, <laughs> which is very frustrating, but just from a net rating standpoint, from a performance standpoint, obviously two blowout wins is going to help your net rating and your offense and defense rating, you know. Uh, shoot up but they've been a good team since he's been back like very clearly they've been a different team than the rest of the season Wiggins is now back into form he's had another yeah. you know solid game over his last 10 or so games he's his efficiency's back up he's over 50 from the mm-hmm. field around 40 from three around 15 or so points per game aggressively going to the basket Kaminga's obviously taken off into star realm hopefully he can sustain that And, you know, their team just looks a lot different with those three playing the way that they've been playing since Draymond has come back.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And just touching on Andrew, just his energy. Like, we actually can tell that he's in the game because there were stretches where it was just like, yeah, he was out there, but did we really feel him? And we didn't. But he has, he's like, he's taking this all in. As soon as Draymond was back, it was just like a uh switch just flipped on for Andrew and said, Yo, wake up inside. And we've seen it like he's been more aggressive. Um, uh, rebound just the game before. He had 10 rebounds, and I was just like, Holy smokes, okay mm-hmm. <laughs> wins rebounding. Yeah, I think he had like five today or four or something, but still he's out there and he held Halliburton to like zero points for a good stretch like he really Mm -hmm. locked him down as well so his defense is there and you can see uh and Wiggins is smiling again so that's always a good sign so you can see his confidence is just really high and we and we're gonna need that moving Mm -hmm. forward so I just hope that he can still maintain this this level because we know we're going to need him
2: oh yeah I mean, like the you can start to see the formula, you know, create itself for this team. Every player has their specific role that they have to do, and everybody executing that is going to be what helps them get to where they want to get to. And Wiggins role is super important, right? You have to be able to shut down the other team's best guy, Um, like no matter how good they are, whatever the case may be, you have to make them play worse than their average or worse than their best, at least. Um, we can't have these games where guys are going for 40 and 30 against us. And, I mean, I don't think Halliburton was healthy today, but nine uh, five points, he did have 11 assists, but five points on seven shots in 26 minutes didn't really get going. And if Halliburton isn't getting going, then Indiana's offense is completely shut down. And, I mean, in today's NBA, point of attack and your back line are the two most important. It's the only way you can have a good defense, if you have an elite point of attack and an elite back line. We know Draymond's going to be the elite back line, but we need Wiggins, we need Gary, um, we need JK when he's uh deployed into that role to be super disruptive at the point of attack. So our defense can kind of hold steady and it won't put more pressure on guys like Steph, like Clay, like Chris Paul when he gets back. We'll talk about that later, but um <laughs> to, to do more than they have to, right? If you're if you're already locking guys up at the point of attack, other guys can just fall in line and just play solid team defense. They don't gotta really do too much.
3: Yeah. But it was, like I said, it was a collective effort tonight. Like you saw mm-hmm. everyone was really on a string and they said, Hey, no, we're going to take this challenge because quite and Skep. kept, I mean, Indiana, even though Halliburton wasn't going off, the others out there were to me. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, there was a lot of and ones that they were getting, hitting some threes and stuff. And yes, they can hit threes. This team does, but they weren't chumps out there. So, it really took quite some effort to play the defense that we were playing to even keep them at one Oh nine. So I I just thought just collectively, we all, they all bought in that, no, we are playing defense. Like that's what we are going to do and everything else will fall into place. So that
2: was good. Yep. Yep. It's good. I mean, and, and I guess there's two stories to this game, right? The first one is Steph, obviously like, monster 42 points 11 threes we thought he was going to go for clay's record um i, it I been think he cool. wanted to
3: I, yeah. I think i think he was going for it because
2: he, it he, was, like he was he
3: was right there he was right there too i thought he yeah. was gonna
2: do it and the pacers i mean they started doubling him 94 <laughs> feet from the basket <laughs> so that wasn't gonna happen but it would have been pretty cool to see him break it on clay's birthday um yeah. but he settled for 11 threes on 11 on number 11's birthday but the other story was, again, Guy Santos and Lester Quinones coming in, just adding so much energy, so much effort, making all the 50-50 plays and, and doing and making all those plays. Guy Santos showed a little bit more than he usually has. I mean, he hit two threes. Lester was showing yep. some playmaking chops. He had five assists, running pick and rolls and hitting guys on the roll, like right on the money. I mean.
3: we And that defense. The
2: and the defense, right, from both guys they're at least giving effort out there on defense. They're crashing the boards hard. Lester filled the stat He had five rebounds and five assists. Um, we knew this team was deep, but it's just like the deeper you go into the roster, it's like, dang, like everybody on this team can do something, right? And I, like, we might not have the top end talent like the other teams have. And maybe we do. Like if these guys aren't playing as good as they've been playing and sustain it, then maybe we do. But we know for sure we have probably the best bench in the league, like, all of our bench players yeah. are good, and we just cut, <laughs> we just removed the one guy who wasn't. Right. Oh.
3: We'll get into the Corey trade that later,
2: but yeah, R. <laughs> R. P. to him. But um, <laughs> he actually we played the team he got sent to, um.
3: But then they waived they- him. So there's that.
2: I know. Oh yeah, shout out, <laughs> shout out to Guisanto. <laughs> shout out to Guisanto. 13 points, <laughs> 8 rebounds. He hit two threes, playing defense. Lester Quinones, like I said, five rebounds and five assists. He was a plus 12. These guys can play. These guys can play.
1: Yes. They can um
2: pods, I mean, continues to fill up the stat sheet. He's like kind of like their current, almost like. I don't really know who to compare him to because he's completely unique as a player but like he's almost like a gp2 andre he's called himself mini draymond like he's kind of like that swiss army that does everything um can he seven assists and seven rebounds two steals he did have a streak of like a bunch of assists with no turnovers like the last yeah i think he had a few like i feel
3: like five games or something like that
2: something crazy just
3: High assists, zero turnovers. And then this game happened, but uh <laughs> yeah. I think one Broke of his turnovers the
2: was a screen, was a screen foul, like an offensive yeah. foul. Um, but kids super solid, like way why wiser way before, way uh, beyond his years. Is what beyond his
1: about.
2: yes. Um his jump shot has to catch up a little bit, but he's doing so many of the connector in between things that it doesn't really matter. And he's not asked to to score in this team. Like he's asked to fill in and score when he can, right? So I guess in in a sense, he is kind of like Draymond, where it's like, yeah, we can get you eight to ten points just from you being wide yeah. open or like occasionally driving and getting to the lane. But all the other stuff that he does is so vital for this team, which makes you ask the question, like, why is he just not the backup point guard? Like, why are we uh <laughs> why
3: are we still holding on to this dollar on guy to- oh, um well well it will be interesting once he's back into the fold because with the speed that they mm-hmm. are playing at it's going to be like a 180 that drop off in speed unless chris has decided oh okay because he's been sitting over there watching if he's decided, well, I'm going to just go up at least two more miles per hour and then hopefully, you know, that'll that'll get us uh, going because Lester is quick, Brandon is quick, and everybody is running. Right. And then we look to Chris, who is walking, mm-hmm. who is just walking and-
1: around.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and for me, I mean, I guess they can do it like, If he's – like, if guys are getting the rebound and he's like, ball, 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 like, if he's doing that, that is going to kill the momentum. But if he's allowing guys to grab the rebound and push and then he just kind of fills in afterwards, that can generate a little bit more, you know, better results than him just monopolizing the ball and slowing everything down. Like, you're not going to be able to score in transition every single possession. So, like, there can be times where they push the ball, they don't get anything, and then they give him the ball so he can run the half-court offense. But he should not be stalling their transition offense. That's That's been like a huge thing for them, especially considering they've been defending much better. So they've been getting a lot more transition opportunities. Can't kill those. Cannot kill those. But we'll see. I mean, they say he's trending up. He should be back after the All-Star break. Yeah. That's uh, I what, they,
1: what
3: was reported. Yeah.
2: So they've they've got at least like maybe seven or eight games until then. I'm not really sure, but um,
3: yeah, because don't we have like four games before uh, our All Star or three? I, I think
1: it's
3: I think it's four because we played the Jazz twice, the Suns and the Clippers. I think are in there. So before All Star break, we've got four games, and then you know we'll we'll see him on the other side of this. But mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, GP two, maybe he's back uh next
2: week yeah hopefully he's back next week i mean we'll you say he's day-to-day maybe he's back on saturday against phoenix mm. that would be pretty cool mm. to see
3: that would be good would that play. would be nice yeah be
2: <laughs> nice. i mean because they got guys who can score on a perimeter so it would be good to put GP 2 on somebody um i mean we'll see what type of minutes he plays because again gi and, and lester are playing so well that it's hard to just say hey guys are back now you're going to just sit so, I mean, Kerr has even more guys to juggle now in the rotation. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, solid win. Like, everything about this win was was pretty good, feel-good win. Steph, we saw another vintage Steph performance. I mean, I guess we can talk about him for a little bit. He's just – he's still that guy. Like, as much as people try to bury him, they try to say, yeah, I, don't, I just don't think the Warriors are going anywhere because Steph just isn't that good anymore. Like, even if their team was better, I just don't know. Like, I've heard that a lot, and it's like – Oh yeah. Are we serious right now? Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's
3: just the hate. It's just the hate that, that creeps up that doesn't allow them to see the greatness that is still within mm-hmm. Stephen Curry. So it's just like if you have him, you've got a chance. And they're yep. not and they're not willing to concede that yet. They would for someone who is much older. But whatever. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just him coming off of 9 points <laughs> last night and then right. follow it up with what 42?
1: 42 it's like and but 30 you minutes. Knew,
3: you knew he was going to go off because it's just like that's not a typical game for him to score that low.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And
3: it was just it was going to be Indiana. He was going to yeah. get you.
2: And it was one I mean yeah, definitely Indiana's defense is going to be the type of defense that allow him to do that, but it was one of those Nick Nurse, um, I guess we can touch on last night's game too. It was one of those Nick Nurse, anybody but Steph type of nights. Yeah, and thankfully we got a Warriors performance where like everybody did their stepped part. up. Yeah. Yep, we got an efficient game from pretty much all of the Warriors, other than other than like Steph getting taken out of the game because of all of the the defensive attention he was getting, and then I mean they they took some points away from him too. But yeah. Last night's game was also another vintage Warriors performance against um, the 76ers where J.K. chipped in 18, Wiggins chipped in 21, Clay chipped in 18, and then a bunch of guys on the bench chipped in like eight or nine points. That's yep. just what it was, what it's going to have to be.
3: And Curry didn't even have to play the fourth. Look at that. Look at that, which at that. allowed probably a lot fresher legs to go and really get at it in this game. So look at that win-win all the way.
2: Yep. Um, This is, they just got to keep building on this. Like we said, I mean, we we saw the net rating. They're like a plus nine net rating, which is fourth in the league since Draymond has been back. Their offense is humming, their defense is humming. They haven't played the absolute best competition. They will see some better competition in the next four games. Like we said, Phoenix, Utah twice, And I believe it
3: isn't it's not the Clippers. I thought it was the Clippers. Clippers. Maybe I'm bugging. Okay.
2: Phoenix, Utah, Clippers, Utah. Both Utah games are on the road. I think one of them is a makeup game. And um, one of them is a back to back right before the all star break. So we'll see. I mean, if they can put together more wins, get at least three of those wins, that would be amazing. And then we can really start talking about this team making some serious noise, climbing up in the standings. Obviously, they need a few teams to lose um like utah is losing to phoenix right now that would be great they can lose that game it would be great if the lakers can (laughs) lose to the nuggets tonight (laughs) because they're not they're not that far off like right they can climb up as i think as high as six but it would take a it would take a great run it would take yeah it would take a great run
3: and this is a good start to that so mm -hmm. we just like you said we just got to build on it one game at a time
2: exactly Everybody buying to their roles, JK getting downhill. He's been punishing teams like for like a month at this point, month and a half, just going straight to the basket. Nobody can stop him. When he said nobody can stop him, people kind of laughed. But <laughs> if it's one on one and he's far. going downhill, he, dudes can't stop him. He's too, he's too forceful and graceful as an athlete. Like he's a weird, rare combination of someone who can, like, be very, like, for lack of a better term, graceful but also right. just, like, punch it on you or just run through your chest. Like, that's hard mm-hmm. to do. People usually are either or. And Wiggins playing defense, running in transition, laying it up. Um, Clay had a good game shooting the ball against the Sixers. Hopefully he can build on that and continue to put those games right. together because they need him to be an efficient knockdown shooter, and they need his um, his movement, shooting, and his gravity to help get other guys open. So if he's not the best version of himself, he has to sit. And then that's just one less offensive option you have on the court. Right. Um, so hopefully he can get over the illness that he had. Yeah. tonight. <laughs> conveniently on the day of his birthday, they probably were drinking a little bit. Um, <laughs> so hopefully he can get over that and they can, like I said, continue to build
0: and stack some more wins. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you.
2: And the Warriors didn't do anything. They didn't do much.
3: Okay, I was going to say, they did something. Something is better than nothing. That's true. But again, if another team isn't willing to dance with you, or they're asking for an arm and a leg, and you're just like, for real? Really? Mm -hmm. Then you're not trading. Then, Then we're not doing that. Yeah. So. I mean, people get all, you know, panties in a bunch and everything over, they're not doing anything, they're never going to do it, it's all oh, this front office sucks, blah, 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 blah. But again, it takes another team to be willing to do business with you. And it's Golden State. Lots of teams are probably butt hurt because we have the kind of payroll that we do, and we win. So do they really want to be doing business with us all like that? Some of them know because they're hating. And then again, <laughs> if you're going to ask for something ridiculous, we're not, then there's no deal. Yeah. But we moved off of Corey, which was good. Opened up, freed some little, you know, mm-hmm. salary space, because I think they're going to sign a uh, Lester to that uh, roster sure. spot.
2: Yeah, I think they're going to sign Lester as well. I think they save about eleven million in tax. Yeah, um, with Corey, and they just got a player who wasn't helping them much off of their roster. So
1: it.
2: it's a that was a win, right? They got a second round pick back. Um, I think it might have been the pick that they sent out to to shed Wanamaker a few years ago. They just got that pick back, which is funny because um, Corey and Wanamaker are just kind of in the same boat.
1: Uh, yeah,
2: but um, yeah, you're right. Like if teams are asking for too much. Which, through the grapevine, you know, there's been people on Twitter saying that there was a package offered to Chicago for Caruso. And I don't know if, if Drummond was in that deal as well, but it was something along the lines of Moody, Trace, maybe Gary. I think I saw Gary in there in a first round pick for essentially Caruso and maybe something else. And Chicago was like, eh, nah, we good. But we can do it for Kaminga, though. And obviously, the Warriors are like, come on, really? Kaminga for Kaminga yeah. really. Um, I mean, I personally think that package with Gary and Moses and Trace and a first for Caruso is pretty much an overpay, but.
1: Yeah, it is.
2: Yeah, it's definitely an overpay. But just from the standpoint of Trace isn't getting minutes, Moses isn't getting minutes. And, you know, at that point, it's just a Gary for Caruso swap. I can't say i would have did it I can't say i wouldn't have done it but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean i'm, I'm if they're going to turn that down i'm not giving you more than that you're getting way you're it's a definitely an overpay for caruso um it is so
1: and he's hurt right
3: now look no me no, stop. No, yeah it, i mean it, it, got it got is what it is like i'm
2: glad they stayed they they stood a pat on that one um I'm curious as to what they did with CP3. Like, did they shop him at all? Did they try to look for any options? Or did anybody ask for CP3 is expiring? Who knows? It's just going to be interesting to see when he gets back into the fold. How do they put the rotation together? How do they put the combinations together? Because if Draymond's starting at the five, who's your backup five, right? Is it Looney? Now, are you playing Looney with Chris Paul, who's like the worst big on your roster to play with Chris Paul? Um, Right. Like, I'm sure Chris Paul would rather play with Dario at the five or Trace just so he can run a pick and roll and do his thing in a half court in a way that he can't do with Looney. Does Looney play with Dario at the four and five in the backup unit? That's a really slow front court. So it's just Kerr is going to have to figure out some stuff. And it would have been much easier to figure out some stuff if they just consolidated their roster and, and trimmed it down a little bit more. But it is what it is. Maybe they'll look to. Do something in the offseason, I'm not getting my hopes up because every time I do, they don't do anything. So well,
3: on the buyout, if there's a big that's gonna be less than the twelve point four million, then we can get someone. But maybe. what what big? Because we thought Drummond was gonna be out there, but then it uh, looks like they're holding on to him. So
2: I mean Gallo just got released by the Pistons, so maybe they I think they went after Gallo a little bit.
3: I think that was early on. Yeah, they wanted Gallinari, and then he signed with uh, the Celtics. I think, yeah,
2: it mm-hmm. was the
3: Celtics at that time, and then, then he, he got hurt. The, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah. they go after him um, again. You add more good players to this team. It's like everybody can't play,
1: so yeah, right. <laughs> so <laughs> it's gonna be tough. Uh,
2: I don't know if they're looking to add uh, any more people to this team, but. Uh, whatever I mean like they, they're, they're trending up so whatever happens hopefully it it adds to them trending upward and turning into one of the better teams in the league because I think they have enough talent on the roster to be one of the better teams in the league it was never a question of talent it was just a question of consistency guys yeah. being available whether it's injury or suspension just be on the court and available building that chemistry and in that pop and you know, putting it all together. And I think that's what we've been seeing for like the past, you know, almost a month now.
3: Yeah. And, uh, it's going to have to be, we're going to have to play Moses. Like we got to play him. Like he's him, like being the like third person coming off of the bench when it's second unit time, is just really strange to me.
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
3: but He's going to have to get more runs. So is Trace. Like, we've got to utilize them because, again, Draymond can't play the five forever. Like, he can't go 48 minutes straight playing the five. So we've got to start incorporating these guys so they can get a bit more comfortable. I mean, I'm not worried about Moses because he stays ready. He comes in and he's going to do the work. But Trace Mm -hmm. still needs to kind of – get a whole feel for everything like pods already has the feel because he's been playing you know but trace hasn't been and so it's just like hey we don't want to just throw him in a playoff game and just be like all right do it like we've got to start inserting him in some of these lineups so that he can get more comfortable Mm so so i hope that that's what happens now that you know the trade deadline has passed and it's like this is who you got if you're already reaching to the g leaguers then uh these people are on your roster like they got contracts so you got you gotta use them yeah her
2: (laughs) i mean that's true i mean you just look at the the box score obviously the box score doesn't tell everything and plus minus and stuff doesn't tell everything but Trace played four minutes and Looney played five minutes tonight, right? Looney was a minus eight in his five and Trace was a plus four in his five. Now Trace was kind of like garbage, garbage time at the end of the game, but you can just see his athleticism pop off the court. Um, I think he had like two dunks or just, you know, his, his first play was a lob dunk. Second play, he got in transition, ran, got fouled. He had a block. This is all in like a short span, like, he can do so many things athletically. It's similar to JK where it's like, okay, the table is being set for them with Steph, with Clay, with Draymond, with these veterans around them that's doing the the thinking for them pretty much. Like, And obviously JK is out there thinking too and Trace as well. But I'm just saying like they're putting them in position to where like, okay, all you got to do is just be an athlete and make a play. And they can do that. And Trace can do that. He can block shots. He can rebound. And he can dunk on people, right? Like, mm mm-hmm these are things that they desperately need from their five. They need someone who can protect the rim without Draymond on the court. Um, And then with those reps, as you saw with Jonathan, thinking the game and doing all those things start to become a lot easier for him. So whether or not he's a little bit slow reading actions now, like maybe in two, three games, he won't be as slow. And then so on and so forth, the closer you get to the playoffs, He'll have a better rhythm. He'll start seeing the patterns on the court, and it'll be a lot easier for him to make those plays instead of making the rookie mistakes. Um, so I think they should lean into the youth. You think they should lean into their youth. We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think we will see what we want to see. But
3: <laughs> I mean, they are they're they have leaned into it. It's just the other youth. It, it's not the youth that we thought that they would probably tap into and get into The mix of things, so Mm -hmm. we'll see. And now with GP two coming back, it's like, oh my gosh, another guy. (sighs) I mean, but we we want him back, and we need him back. Mm -hmm. You know, so I'm happy he's going to be back. Yeah, (laughs) I thought going into the season
2: we had the deepest perimeter group in the league. I still think that. I mean, obviously, I think that now Pods is even better than I thought he was going to be. Like yeah. Steph, Clay, Wiggins, GP2, Moses, CP3, Potts. This is like seven guys competing for, you know, perimeter minutes. Somebody's gonna get left out. <laughs> like somebody's gonna get left out. It's unfortunate because literally all of them can play. But it is what it is. It is what it is. And it's
3: like the tallest one is gonna get left out. The tallest one, no yes yeah.
2: <laughs> Right. The tallest one, like that isn't Wiggins and Clay. Like the yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Like I, on the on the okay. second unit, you're gonna have to play with six six foot CP3, like six one Gary, and like six two pods as your one through three off the bench. And I mean, like, they're good players, so it is what it is. Moses just kind of get the shorter of the stick, but I would really like to see Moses play more than Chris Paul.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. And yeah. at least so he can get get his shots, like shot making, back up. I yeah. mean, he made some some shots tonight or whatever, but it's just like, give me a bit more rope mm-hmm. so that I can, you know, stop putting me with some of these busts out here too. Because some of it, it was just getting kind of just clunky in there. But then he mm-hmm. started playing with Steph and them, and then you know it's a different kind of look for him. So. Yeah, I mean, there was a point in the season –
2: he always hustles. There was a point in the season when Wiggins wasn't playing that well and Moody was starting, and he was killing. Like, he was locking people up. He was making all the plays. I mean, like, you look at it from a standpoint of, okay, Chris Paul in a playoff setting is probably going to make better decisions with the ball than the young guys will. Like, he's seen it all. He's been through it but he physically can't do he can't do some things that they can do so it's like which would you rather have the the poise and the decision making of chris paul with lower upside in terms of athleticism size scoring um all that type of stuff or would you have (laughs) those things right those things are the more like warrior things the defense the athleticism the length um but you but it may come with a few mistakes it may come with guys turn it over it may come with guys missing stuff on a back cut or something like that but that's for Kerr to decide which one he leans into I would personally lean into the warrior stuff right right yeah
3: I mean from what he's seeing now he's he's pretty pleased with how they're looking and it's just Mm -hmm. like how how are you going to feel once you say oh chris is back and then you're like okay yeah yeah go out there for the second unit time he's going to be sitting there probably like this is just this is just too slow like uh, i i don't I, I can't just sit sit here and allow this yeah no.
1: <laughs> he, he
3: might really kind of just be like all right and probably on the, like, all right, come on. Like, he does. Like, yeah. I'm going to need you to move some more, Chris. <laughs> right. At
2: least throw it up. Yeah. Like, pass it up the court. <laughs> no more of that, like, pods calling for the ball, and you just don't give them the ball, run up the court. We, yeah. we do not need that at all. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not much more we can say. Warriors stand pat at the trade deadline. They offload Corey Joseph for a second-round pick. Saves him tax money, opens up a roster spot for Lester canyones who's most likely going to get that spot. Um, Warriors are now on a three-game winning streak. They have two blowout wins in a row. They are getting healthier. Gary should be back very soon. Clay just missed this game. I'm sure he'll be back the next game. Chris Paul will be back after the all-star break. I mean, I think that's pretty much the synopsis of everything. The Warriors are six and four in their last 10 games. I don't think tonight's game was included. Maybe it is, but um. They have a 121 offensive rating and they have a 112 defensive rating. So both are top five in the league in that span. They're looking like a good team, but now they're going to play yeah. some better teams. Let's see if it can hold.
3: Right. And do we think moving forward that we may see Clay not playing back to back? I know this just happened to be a back to back and it's his birthday. Happy birthday, Clay. Um, mm-hmm. But do we see maybe that could be something that they start to think about? Like, you know what? Not playing him on too many back-to-backs. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like gauging it. Like, from the first game, let's see how he he's doing. If we feel like the minutes are too high, he sits this back-to-back the second.
2: You know? I think it might be. I think it might be. I mean, Kerr did mention it. And Clay is the type of player. I mean, obviously, we you know the injury history. Yeah. So like playing back to back nights, I'm sure doesn't feel great on his knees, you know, so he might not have the same lift on his shot and he's he's older and he's had a bunch of injuries. So as much as the pride that he has weighs into it, I'm sure, you know, it may just make more sense for him to just make sure he can have as much space in between games as possible. And they have enough depth and talent to where they can at least win games in the regular season without him playing on a second night of a back to back, especially if Steph is going to shoot like this, like. Yeah, you know um now if it's a it's two good teams in a row maybe not but if it's a team kind of struggling a little bit and you're in that back-to-back i don't think it would hurt much if you just sat clay for that night you know helping more. yeah and you
1: know?
3: so hopefully we see you know still some fresh legs out of him as we uh take on the Suns at home so that should be good
2: yeah they owe the Suns.
3: They
2: um, do, man. I think they've lost the Suns, what, three times?
3: Yeah, yeah well, well, every time we played them this season.
2: Jeez. Yeah. Should've but be, we're
1: right there.
2: Right there, right? Should have beat them on opening night. Yep. Should have <sighs> beat them when Draymond punched Nurk in the face. Game, game completely flipped gifted. after that play happened. So yep. they owe them. And, you know, the Suns have been playing well. Like, they have their guys healthy, and they have been looking like how they were supposed to look when they first put the team together so that'll be and a really And they just ridiculous. picked
3: up Royce and they just, and they just picked just up picked, Royce
2: they just picked up a good player I think they they picked up somebody else too I think um somebody who's not that good uh, David Roddy they just picked up David Roddy who's like he always plays well against the Warriors when he's on Memphis so hopefully he doesn't continue that on the Suns but yeah this will be a good test really good test Oh
3: snap they tra- they traded that dude wow yeah he was Memphis giving us like the business
2: everybody. yeah yeah, My I mean, they got Stephen Adams out of there. They got um, Xavier Tillman. They got him out of there. Yeah,
3: yeah, he so. went to Boston. Yeah. Uh, and, and he's 25. I thought that dude was 32 and somebody's daddy. <laughs> 25, he's younger than Looney. And,
1: and he, he looks, looks like over. he could
3: be Looney's big brother. <laughs> big yeah, brother Tillman. almighty. So, yeah, I mean... <laughs> And you probably don't know where that's from. But, come,
2: on, you know. come on, come on,
3: come on. Oh, don't, don't even. This is Spike but... Lee joint. I know that
2: much. <laughs> I know that much. Okay. Good don't job. That. Good don't job. That. That? Nat good already job. does that to me. So, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, shit. Um, that's um, school days. See what I'm saying? Come on. Like, put Point. some respect. Put some You're respect. We you. gotta put the yeah. <laughs> put some respect on my name. <laughs>
1: oh shit.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. We we need the Warriors to win more games. Like keep stacking. We twenty four and twenty five. Let's see how many games we can get above five hundred this season, and try to try to go for as far as we can take it.
3: Exactly. That's what I'm looking forward to,
1: Justin.
2: Same. Same. But yeah, we appreciate you guys for joining us, as always. Um, Follow us on all the socials at Golden Spaces Pod. Um, Continue to support us by watching us on YouTube, on the 95.7, the the game, all of those does. (laughs) YouTube channel, Uh, subscribe to them so you can know when we are posted, leave comments, like the posts, tell everybody about us, and we'll try to keep pushing out this content for you guys got anything for me.
3: no but just have a great night
2: yeah thank you guys and we will see you at the next one against venus Peace. adios